Welcome back to another episode of the Street Alpha Podcast. I'm your host, Tooks. We got my guy, Josh, here. What up, what up? And today we have another guest, another very, very special guest, because today we have my guy, Stretch. How you doing? Let's clap it for Stretch. <laughs> I always forgot, <laughs> forgot about the clapping. The clapping's kind of a new thing, <laughs> but um, it helps, you know, lighten up the mood a little bit. Yeah. But so Stretch is one of the first guys to put a um, Hellcat motor in a non-Trackhawk vehicle, right? Right. Which is super dope so we're going to get That's into that cool. and we're going to get into a couple of businesses or a shop that he has right and yeah. a couple of other bills that he had um prior to so i know he didn't want to be called an og but i consider him you know he's 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 known so i think it's important to pay respect to people who have been doing this for a while um so yeah pretty dope interview how are you you good well how are you yeah i think you're like the first guy that we've had that didn't put their vehicle in the background so if you guys see the super back there we just put my car there because <laughs> josh wanted to park the cars a certain way so <laughs> <What>? <laughs> it's cool i don't mind having my car back there so it's, it's fine so let's talk um early on so you how long you been doing this for cars in general cars in general Shit. uh well over a decade over a decade yeah so i would okay. say like what 2008 yeah i would say around, around 07 is when i started oh seven so cars, what was your first car First, first, first vehicle ever was a 92 Infiniti G20. 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 I remember those. That was my first <laughs> ever, ever car. I remember those. My boy had a, um, he had a white one, a mm. G20, and um, it was boosted, but I remember that car had a bunch of problems. Back then. <laughs> yeah. But it sounded, it sounded dope. Yeah, it no, sounded it sounded dope. good. I, I think thought that was, was the fastest the thing on the planet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do those cars make? I have no idea. It probably made like 96 horsepower. It, 96? It, make, it maybe. That's it, solid. 96? It, it, it make 96 in the early race days? I mean, shit. It's yeah, average. it's probably fast. That's pretty <laughs> average. I thought it was fast. <laughs> yeah, we always think fast. our cars are fast. I remember I had my first car. was like an EK uh, four-door, and mm. I was banging those gears, bro. VTEC hit. That was it. I was lit, baby. <laughs> I was lit. So um, was that? how long you had that car for? Was that like your first like? Uh, I had that car for five days. Five days. Five days. Five days. Five days. Does that even count as your first car? Yeah, it counted. <laughs> it counted. It counted for me, man. Look, I thought it was the fastest thing on the planet. It. I was flying up and down my block. No license. No registration. Nothing. I had the e-brake up. I smelled like some shit burning. And then after that, I was just like, Yeah, nah, this is not for me. I had to like fix the rear caliper, and that was kind of where I learned how to wrench on things myself. And I just it, it took a toll, and I was like, You know what? I'm good. So I just, I got it out of here after that. That was, that was so, enough for me. <laughs> so five days in, um, five days into owning that car, like uh, what was next for you after that? Um, after that, I ended up with a, man, I, I, that's when I joined the Honda world. Oh, okay. Um, I, man, I probably owned maybe like 18 Civics when I was younger. 18. I, I, I was going through them, like just a barter system, the trade up, the, at, I mean, I think the car after that was a EG four-door. EG four-door. Yeah, I had a four-door too, but I never Wait, had an EG. You actually fit in a, in a Honda? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Back, yo, look, you know, I love this. You're, you're like what? I'm 6'8". 6'8". 6'8"? You're 6'8"? 6'8". God damn. <laughs> yeah, 6'8". I love Civics though. Love them to death. Like, yes, Honda has right. my heart forever. Yeah. Like, I, love a, I love a nice Civic to this day. Yeah, totally no, the Civics are definitely, um, I always pay respect to, yeah. to the Civic guys because um, I feel like a lot of people start with that car, mm -hmm. but now it's like, man, I, if I had one, it'd be like, it wouldn't be as fun anymore because everyone's doing case swaps. Everyone's got these 900 horsepower cars. It's, it's not like how it was back then where you could have something like 
you know, a single. Yeah. You could be making moves, right. which I'm sure there's probably singles out there that make moves, but mm -hmm. like everything's like K series, 900 horsepower now. And it's just like, you know, I really see people who are actually enjoying their, their civics and have like, you know, fire builds. Yeah. It's, it's very different now than what it Way was. Different. Um, when, when I built civics back then, back in the day, when I was putting them together yeah. with friends, it was because we all had them, you know, it right. was me and a bunch of other friends from Queens, which is where I'm from. We all had civics, so we were all try to outdo one another. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. From that's just what it was. You right. know, if it was headers, or whether it was an intake, or whether it was a chip on the computer. No matter what it was, we were all just out having fun, racing one another. Yeah. Then it obviously it evolved. We all got older, and cars got faster. So now, like you said, if I was to build a civic now, I'd probably have fun. It just wouldn't be what it was. It wouldn't. Yeah, it wouldn't be no, what it was. No, it I feel like yeah, people. Everybody now just I feel like they care about more like. Oh, it's a gotten it. It's got a K series, or it's K series is is that's the way to go. Yeah. But it's just not. I feel like back then everybody had like D series singles, and you know it was still respected. Yeah. And you rarely saw those guys who had the crazy horsepower cars. Mm -hmm. And now it's just very common. Like everybody's got one. Yeah, you know? it's extremely common now. I mean, look, if you don't have a thousand horsepower car now, <laughs> it, it's it's not respected. I mean, not by me. Yeah, car make five hundred horsepower is respected. Right car makes 600 horsepower is respected i respect all horsepower it doesn't matter because at the end of the day i've been dragged by cars that don't make as much power yeah you know power to weight is a big thing and it's looked over a lot right. you know the car makes 600 horsepower but it weighs 2500 pounds you're getting dragged <laughs> like well i mean you're also six eight i'm also six i can't eight. even I'm, I'm, you know so <laughs> you know banging gears is, Yo, is, is that's like a gold cut for you to be honest yeah <laughs> six yeah. eight in the eg so you had like so how did you didn't oh you back then i wasn't six eight back then i was i'm six eight now but i was a teenager back then i was probably uh, it's not gonna make it big i was probably like, <laughs> I was probably like, like six, six, six five i was six five, I was six, six, five six, okay. you know? yeah i mean well that six five made the difference man like i'll put s2000 seats in it or i'll put something else a different seat and i was good yeah. or, I was or no seats no i never did the no seat i actually that's a lie i did have to move a car one day with a milk crate <laughs> <laughs> that's a lie i had to do the milk crate thing one Yo, day yeah that's crazy no the honda the honda days for, for what it was you know it was, they were pretty they were they were fun yeah, they were okay. they were great, great, great times. That's when you know the car scene was completely different. Yeah. It was you built the cars in your driveway with your boys. You had some beers, barbecue going. Mm -hmm. It was cool. You know, yeah. it's not like that no more. You know, now it's you rent to the dealership. You order a bunch of parts online. You slap them on. You got a fast car. Literally, it's completely different. There's no bonding anymore. Yeah, you know yeah. when that that you have a lot of shops still around New York that have that bonding feel, that family feel. Right. A lot of those shops still here and a lot of them shops aren't here anymore yeah. so cars are just getting faster you, know? you ever heard of byt um byt yeah byt they were um goldie he had a shop called byt mm -hmm. out here in um and uh i think it was deer park and um he used to he was like no that's backyard tuning right yeah BYT? I, th I thought it was called backyard technology but it's yeah. Safe, yeah yeah i think backyard i know tuning, about. Um, yeah. yeah goldie he used to build a lot of the cars out here back in the day mm -hmm. and it was always a hangout over there mm -hmm. um and all of the the faster cars would go to him mm -hmm. but it was a lot of times where it was like a lot of drama because you know those people who were waiting for certain things and like when your shop becomes a hangout it's hard to get work done mm -hmm. so um with a lot of conflict in that area there was times where i've been there and there was like fights that happened 
So I do miss those times where it was like, you you know, you get to network and kind of chill with people who, who have similar bills. Mm-hmm. But then it was also like kind of sketchy sometimes when you go, because sometimes, sometimes people go to shops just to hang out. They don't really get any work done or they don't even have a car. I didn't even have a car when I first started going there, actually. But that was my, my, was my introduction into like the, the whole Honda game because I saw these guys um, growing up and I was just like, yo, like I want a Honda. Mm-hmm. And he always had like the, the dope builds that I've seen in the area. So um, shout out to Goldie. By the way, I'm not sure where he is now, but um, when I had an S2000, I took my car to him, and um, I think I think he got me some parts, but it just wasn't the same as it was back in 2000. I think it was like 2011, no, 09, mm-hmm. 09, 08, and he was like one of the shops that I knew, um, along with like there was like NRG Tech, NRG, yeah, NRG, and um, I forgot what the other shop was around. Oh, Midnight Midnight Auto. Yeah, rest in peace to Morris. Yeah, rest in peace. Uh, yeah. Midnight Auto was another shop just like that mm-hmm. um, that I used to go to and hang out. So, yeah, it just brings back uh, memories. Very nostalgic time. Oh, yeah. 08, 09. Yeah, that was a good time. So, now, time. after you had the Honda, <clears throat> you had, you had you said how many? I probably had like 18 of them, man. Like, 18. I had a lot of them. I had a Nitra single cam, Turbo B series. Nitra single? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, what? I was doing things so backwards back then. Like it, it just, That's wild. I was having a good time. I was stock young. internals? Stock motor. Stock motor. Definitely. Did you blew blow it up? Did you blow it up? I blew it up. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, you had I, any eBay builds? No. No? I never had an eBay build. That no. was pretty common. Have like eBay like on a single. Mm-hmm. You know, eBay had like turbo kits and turbo stuff. Kits, Even yeah. though you probably blow the housing or, you know, into pieces. But mm-hmm. um, <laughs> it was a cheap way to get into like a turbo, turbo yeah. build. And some mm-hmm. of them actually... Some of them, made, I know plenty. I've known, I've known a couple, you know, eBay turbo cars that yeah. made jam and they made yeah. good power for the time and they were fast. Yeah. They were no. definitely fast. I mean, but see, this is a different type of fast. You know, an 11 second pass back then was fast. Oh, yeah. It's not fast anymore. You know, you don't even, <laughs> you don't even. That's like, oh, okay. Yeah. I, I, I honestly, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's not even respected. It's more like cars come like that stock. Yes. Running 10 high 10s or, you know, mm-hmm. 11s yeah. out of the dealership. And it's just like, where does the super run? Uh, stock? Yeah. I say like high 11s. High 11s. Yeah, see, yeah. that you would have to put a ton of money to do that before. Back then. Yeah. Damn. You know, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's very different. It's, it's all technology different. now. Technology is what, technology is what stopped a lot of the guys that were fast back then from being faster. Right. That's literally all. Same internals. A lot of these motors are built the same way. Yeah. Five to one compression Civic motors. I mean, back then, every, the, the high compression boost things, you stayed away from them. Right. The guys that were fast, they had high compression motors. You just didn't know. Right. Mm. So yeah, they stayed away from high compression and boost. Now it's, all right, we got a high compression motor, and now we throw some boost at it, and we make a bunch of power. Yeah. Back then, it wasn't like that. Yeah, it was definitely nostalgic at that time. But um, so after, to get back on track, we could talk about this for days. <laughs> back on track. So you had those. Um, what was your first, your first car that you feel, um, like, put you on the map? Um... I wouldn't. I I had. I would say the TL, but not really. The TL was more early Instagram. Yeah. Um, like twenty. How early are we talking? I think that was two thousand and thirteen. Oh, that's early. Two thousand fourteen. Yeah. That's when. Like, yeah. When they first. Yeah, that was. Out, Instagram came out in twenty twelve. No, twenty. I don't know. I have no idea. Thirteen what year. or something like that. Twenty twelve, right? All right. So yeah, I yeah. had the TL probably like twenty thirteen, twenty fourteen. It's yeah. crazy. 
2013, 2014. So you were posting it on, on, on yeah, Instagram? Yeah, I was posting on Instagram. Um, if I got 100 likes, I was just like, yeah, boy. Dude, that's a lot. Likes. For, 20, a lot. for 2012 yeah. Instagram or 2013, 100 yeah. likes is a lot. Yeah, that car was slammed, um, static. It was. I went through a ton of transmissions and a ton of oil pans. Dude, and, those, that's the Accuras, yeah. right? Yeah, terrible. that 3.2. transmissions are yep. terrible. Yep. But I had fun with it. I put S2000 seats in that thing. I had a 08 TL Type S steering wheel in it. Yeah. Uh, the car was just super clean See, on CCWs, on classics. CCWs. Yep, CCW how much? Classics. How much? How much did you pay for those back then? <laughs> I paid forty five hundred bucks for them. That's a lot back then too. What the fuck? Yeah, forty five hundred in twenty thirteen. Yep, I paid forty five hundred dollars for them. What do you, What do you think that would go for now? I don't know. They're hanging on the wall in my house. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea. Yeah, those are probably pricey, man. Yeah, I have no idea what they cost now. I don't want to know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to know. 4500 Yeah. That was the first set of three-piece wheels I had ever purchased in my life. And I made sure that they would never see another owner. <laughs> I've gone through tons of wheels after that. And yeah. they all were built and resold maybe two, three weeks later. Right. Those wheels, I will never get rid of them. Yeah, nah. I, I mean, I wish I could say the same thing, but I had Steelys on my first car, so. Well, Steelys is still dope, man. Come on, don't. don't I had Steelys on my Steelys. first one, so I wasn't. I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't into the whole wheel thing. I just wanted to go fast back then. I wanted to be fast. Nah, That's I got what you. I grew up on, but um, yeah, nah. I, I wish I would have kept my first set of wheels. Um, at least on my build that I actually, you know, that you enjoyed. Um, put put work put time into. into. I had Graham lights on my on my S two thousand. Oh, I know. Um, of course, yeah. Graham lights. <laughs> I had Graham lights back then, and those to me were like they weren't three piece, but they mm -hmm. were. You know, they were a first solid pair of JDM wheels, you know, mm -hmm. like that was yeah. cool to me. If know, I had to think of any of uh, the car that put me that put Iron Giant on the map for especially for social media yeah. would have been my Q50. Q50. That was what year in, was that? Uh, my Q50 was a 15. I put that car together in 15. So in 2015, 15. 2016. Yeah, I got that car new. Q50. In, what color was it? Uh, it was silver when I first got it. Silver. So fresh, brand new car. It was silver. Then after that, it, it went through a ton of iridium. Uh, like, it went through so many different changes, like a lot of different changes, more yeah. so than I probably would have done now, but the car was sick. So you had, um, you, you, you were static, you weren't bagged. That car was always static, never bagged. Always car. static. So were car, were car parts expensive for the Infinities back then? Or like, um, I feel like it's more available now. You see them a lot more. They're way more available now. Um, I wouldn't say that they were expensive. They were about what they cost what now. What they cost now? Were they hard yeah. to get at the, in the beginning? No, I didn't do anything that was outlandish. Okay. I mean, because the 350Z platform was already around. Right, so right. Th that same motor was the same motor that was in the Q50. Yeah. So that 3.7 was, was going to be the same thing. So if I needed intakes or if I needed uprev or Ecotec, like a lot of those things were still available for that car. They had that back then? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Damn, I didn't even know that. Uprev was, uprev, uprev was around for the car back then. What, was, uh, what tuning platforms did they have back then? Uh, for the Q50s? Yeah. Just up-rev and uh, ECU tech, so Equitech. tech. Wow. I didn't even know it was around that long. Mm -hmm. That's what they use in the Supers, the fastest Super yeah. runs at. Yeah. Um, and I guess most of the guys who want to go fast run Equitech. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's definitely a dope platform. Yeah, of course, I'm, I'm MHD, but I definitely would love to, I mean. Yeah, it was. it's an option. A lot of people, even now, like, if you, well, now the Q50s are the 3.0s now. They're all turbo now. So, yeah. Most people that had the three sevens, they end up just going and getting the three O's. Right. So they yeah. wanted to go faster. I mean, nobody really knew the potential that those cars had until people started to go fast with them. Like yeah. now. Um Alpha was going fast with the Q fifties first. Oh yeah. Um, so I mean now, you know, you got guys like Silva, you know, his Q fifty, a lot of those yeah. dudes like Silva, yeah. Yeah, so they're 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 putting on for that platform. I mean, but think about fast. how many years that car's been out. The car's been I mean, out for a while. 
that's pretty impressive though for 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 yeah, luxury. I'm, you know what I'm saying? Luxury car. Yeah. You know, that's, to say the least, the car the car is impressive. Right. I mean, I, I I don't take that away from it. The car is definitely impressive. Do you still own it? No. You, no. you sold it. No, that car I ended up getting hit from behind on the Meadowbrook one night going to the bowling alley. Spun out it? and hit the wall. Yeah. Damn. Mm-hmm. And the wheels are still fun. Uh, no, I ended up selling a lot of the stuff that I have from that car. Yeah, the wheels were fine. Um, I, I had a uh, Nismo Z wheels on it. Mm. Um, so I was one. I was. It was me, and it was another dude. Fresh Kicks. Um, Fresh was, Kicks. Yeah. Yeah, I was the the first, and I'm saying it here, the first to put Nismo Z wheels on the Q50, and then it just blew up and became the craziest trend. Ever. Fuck your shit, man. So Fuck your shit. And me and Fresh Kicks, we went back and forth about it. He's cool now. We oh, had, you we guys talked. had a little. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because, yo, look, man, social media, they, they, they like to bat each other against one another yeah. just to see what happens. So, you know, me and him had a little shit talk. And he was like, well, I'm the first one with Chrome ones. And I was like, all right, well, you got it. <laughs> you got it. You know, so I rocked the all square. That, that car went through a lot, man. That car ended up being wide bodied. Like, oh, wow. Yeah, that car ended up being like full metal wide body. Couldn't really tell. Like, that. That car was static, 19 by 13 squared, 19 by 12 and a half squared. 19 by 13? That car had a lot of Damn, different wheels on that's it. That's pretty. Wait, yeah. on stock body? No, 19, 13. I did 19. Widest on the stock body was 19, 11 and a half. It was the okay, 11 and a half. Body. Yeah, you could, do, you could do 11 and a half. Yeah, yeah, and then I went, the fronts are wider than the rears on those cars. Right. Then I ended up going um, wide body. That's when I did the 13 square. I was going to say, 13 on a stock body. Yeah. Poking crazy. <laughs> nah, yo, the car was fitted clean, man. What wide body kit you had on it? It wasn't a kit. Handmade. 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 Everything was full metal molded. Everything was nice. So was that your segue into auto body work or no? No, that was done by a shop called Finest Touch at the time. Sounds familiar. Yeah, they're not fine. So fine, I don't know if you guys are familiar with a team called Scrape. Yes. So I was a I was a part of that team at the time. Scrape and Finest Touch. They had a little collab, so they mm. had to shop together. Um, Finest Touch. The owner's name is Robin. He's the one that built the car. Okay. Um, he's the one that did the wide body, the paint. I ended up painting that car Silverstone Metallic from the BMW M3. Okay. So yeah. I ended up painting the car Silverstone, doing the wide body. I think I had a set of Workmeisters on it at the time. Fire. I want Workmeisters so bad. Yeah. I had a set of Meisters. I had two sets of Meisters. I had a set. Two sets of VSXs, VSKFs. I had a lot of different wheels on that. Those were popping back then, VSXs? Yeah, yeah VSX is a big, that's that, yeah. that's a nostalgic wheel. That's always going to be it's, a popular yeah. multi-spoke design. So but back nice. then, it was just like, uh, yo, yeah, if you, you had, had those, it, you were the yeah. man. Yeah, if you had them, it was clean. Yeah, it was clean. If you um, had those, you were the man. Yeah, like, polished lips on everything. Polished, yep, yep. Polished so, lips. you know, the car ended up, I ended up doing like a, a weird blue. Um, and then after that, I went to Orange. I had Mo Mods in New Jersey, Rapid which is a three and fiery orange. And that kind of was where the car stayed for another year of its life. And yeah. that was, that was pretty much it. And then you, and then you, you, you macked it. And then that was pretty yeah. much it. Yeah. So, um, what, so how did you get to the auto body phase? Like, how did you get into owning your own, your own shop? So how did, all right. So there's a shop that I was involved with called Epic Collision in Queens. Right. Still very tight with him. Still, you know, still my guy was still cool. So being involved with, I jumped into bed with him um, and I learned a lot about auto body. This is right at the height of COVID. So okay. I was no longer working my regular job. I wasn't doing anything with that no more. COVID's here and I'm home doing nothing. Right. So like I most get, of us. Yeah. So I get involved with this shop and I'm learning. I'm learning a lot. I'm learning about the business. I'm learning the ins and I'm learning the outs. Um, and it's, it's never been a forte of mine. 
you know, I'm really good with my hands as far as like turning a wrench. Yeah. But as is when it comes to a sanding block and stuff like that, I'm good. Like that. That's <laughs> that's where <laughs> I draw that line. You know what I mean? So body lines having to be straight, perfect, things like that. So as far as me putting my hands on physical auto body work, no. Um, and then my brother, not my blood brother, but a really good friend of mine, he used he worked with Geico. He was just like, yo, bro, like let's open a shop together. I was like, all right, let's do it. So that's it. That's pretty much how it happened. We ended up finding our first space out in Freeport. Yeah. And from there, we just started to get more and more accidents in, and it just started to slowly snowball into Premier. So can I ask you a question? Yeah. Now, I mean, we're on a podcast. I'm sure I can ask you a question. Yeah. <laughs> so when it comes to, like, opening a shop, let's say, where's your shop at? Freeport. Freeport. Okay, that's even worse because mm -hmm. it's pretty expensive out here. Mm. But when it comes to opening a shop, let's say if somebody wants to open up a shop, let's say an auto body shop, how much money do you think they would need to open up a shop? It all depends. It all depends on what type of shop you want to open. You know, like there are tons of different types of auto body shops. Okay. Because you have auto body shops and you have auto collision shops. They mm, are not one of the same. They are two completely different types of shops. Collision work is heavy work. And just having collision in your name when you open your shop right. changes things drastically for taxes. It changes things for how the insurance companies view you. It changes things big time. So collision work is one thing. If the back of your car is smashed in, right. that's you need a new quarter, you need a frame rail pulled. Those are all collision jobs. Okay. But if it's a bumper, a fender, a quarter panel, not, not a quarter panel change, but to pull a dent, things like that, that's just auto body work. Very big difference between auto body and collision. They don't they don't go hand in hand. Now, if you do, that's why you might see some shops where it says auto body and collision. Right. Because they don't, they're, they're two completely different things. So if you just do auto body, you just do auto body. If you do collision, you do collision. Well, you can definitely do both, but that changes how much money you're going to put into the shop big time. Gotcha. Because if you're doing collision work, you're doing, you're going to need, you're going to want a really good chassis machine. You need certain machines. You're going to need certain machines. Right in order for the insurance companies to even pay you, you need certain machines. Um, now, you can have all the machines in the world. If you don't have good guys working for you, it's not gonna matter. You know, okay. So what makes the shop is who's working in the shop. You know, that can determine, I, you know, you have guys that have been on, that's been doing this for years. Yeah. They can walk in here with nothing in here and take that car apart, straighten it, put it back together with nothing here. Right. Versus the guys that have all the technology under the sun and they can't make a car straight to save their lives. Yeah. Um, so if I had to say on average, if you had to go start and open your own auto body shop, collision, that changes things. Because Carolina machine itself, you're going to spend, or even a, let's say not even a top, top, top of the line paint booth. Yeah. You'll spend 120 grand. Yeah, and that's not even counting having the fire marshals come to the shop to set up to make sure all your sprinkler systems, getting all the permits from the town for your paint booth. Can't have neighbors because you can't have the updraft for the vent facing houses or anything like that. So the permits and all the legalities to it alone, you'll spend six figures on that by itself. That's right. not even that's not equipment. Yeah. So it, it's it's a pretty pricey business to get into you know, if you, you want to do it the right way. Do you have to have certain um, certifications for certain things? Because yeah. I know, like, in order to, like, for example, um, let's say Mercedes, do you mm -hmm. have to have, because I know you have to probably take classes in order to mm -hmm. be able to work or have those cars come in to do work on them. Mm -hmm. Do you have to have certifications per car, like, per brand, or is it just, like, in general for machine? No, you don't have to have the certifications from the dealership. Okay. Do you, does it make you look better? 
Yes, because okay. now the dealership can safely recommend that customer to go to your shop. Mm. Like Tesla, you have to be certified to right. work on Teslas. But when it comes to Mercedes, BMW, and things like that, if you don't have a laser aligning machine, things of that nature, BMW is not going to just recommend you. You're not going to be a BMW certified repair shop. Right. BMW has their own body shops that they own, and they okay. have all of the equipment to be able to straighten out the BMW, to be able to reprogram things. Like everything needs to be reprogrammed on the BMW when we yeah. replace it. Headlights, things, modules, they all have to be reprogrammed. You can't just take one off and put one on right. when a car has been in an accident. BMWs, when they get hit, they you pretty you have to reset everything. <laughs> it's 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 you know it's not just super straightforward. Tedious. It's very tedious. So it's not that you need to have the certifications by these dealerships. You just it makes you look better when you have these certifications because right. now the dealership can safely recommend their customer to you. That makes sense. That makes sense. So do a lot do a lot of um, auto body shops make most of their money from like insurance jobs, you think? Yeah. Majority of the time. Yes. Um, ha- taking a cash job in today's time, owning an auto body shop now versus owning an auto body shop 10 years ago. Yeah. They, they aren't the same way. A lot of shops now, even friends of mine, they refuse to take cash work. I know shops, guys that have closed their doors to the public. And if it's not an insurance job, they don't want it. Wow. Mainly because, number one, there's always going to be someone that can do it cheaper, right? Yeah. That's in any business. But it's also the headache that comes with dealing with cash customers. Now, it's, it's very difficult. You brought your car to me. You want a bumper. You want a fender. Things change. Now, how much can I actually charge you? The cost of materials have gone up. The cost of labor has gone up. How much can I actually charge you for me to make money, for me to pay my bills, overhead, guys, work, material, et cetera? Mm-hmm. And for you to be comfortable, right? Right. So if the insurance company is going to say hypothetical numbers, if the insurance company is going to write me a check for five grand to replace your bumper, fender, and maybe do some body work and paint on the hood versus me telling you like, hey, bro, this is going to cost you five grand. Yeah. Off the bat, you already have an uncle or cousin that can do it for 2000 cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> that's just, that's just what that it uncle. is. We all have that we uncle. We all got that uncle. Yeah, my boy. Oh, my boy. Oh, my boy. My we, boy we, got a shop, bro. He do it for like 200 bucks. Right. We all have that. So it... it it got to a point with a lot of shops where they're just like, you know what? I don't even want to deal with that because it's not that we don't want to take the job. Right. It's not that we don't, you're a headache or anything like this. None of that. It's how much can I actually charge you? Right. How can I make sure that I can make money as a business owner, but I also don't lose a customer at the same time. Yeah. Now, if I tell you some outlandish number, that's wild. Now I'm an asshole. Excuse my language <laughs> on, the, on the podcast, but now I don't look the greatest, you know? Yeah. So to avoid all of that is better to just say, Hey, look, this might be best if we go through insurance, where you hit, where you're in an accident, et cetera. And then we go from there, depending on the situation. Right. Now, we also are, like, we're human. You know, like, we're we're not going to turn you away. If, if you want to work with us, we'll work with you. And that's every shop in general, you know. We'll work with you. You know, if you say, hey, look, well, I only have 1500 bucks. We'll try to do what we can for the 1500 bucks. Right. You know, we don't, we don't, we don't want to turn away the work. But some situations are a lot more realistic than others. Yeah. And that's just what it is. Not everybody wants to put in an insurance claim. A lot of people have tons of misconceptions of insurance and how they work. And if I get into an accident, my rate's going to go up and things of that nature. Is that true, though? If you you get into an accident, do your insurance rates go up? Depends on the accident. Depends on who you are, how long you've been with that insured, how long you've been insured with that company. There's so many different variables. If I put in one claim and I've had this same insurance company for five years, my rate's not going to go anywhere. Okay. Now, if I've had this insurance company for six months and I just got into an accident, they can revisit my policy. Mm. And so, and if I put in five, six claims for the year, that doesn't look good on you either. Yeah. You know? So that's 
five, six claims, whether you're at fault or not, it's still an accident. Right. You know, you may not be at fault, but it's still there. It, it still shows up as an accident. Makes sense. You know, so, so how do you, how do you, how do you, how do auto body shops make their money? Like is how profitable is it? Because I, I noticed that a lot of auto body shops, um, and not to count anybody's pockets, mm-hmm. but a lot of guys who own auto body shops, they actually like, they seem like they're doing well. They have all these crazy bills. They have multiple cars. So like, is it something that, um, I know it can be profitable, but like, is it really, or is it just like, is there like some type of play that, you know, they're taking advantage of when it comes to like business, maybe loans or something like that? Mm -hmm. Um, that's a good question. A lot of people think that when you own a body shop, you automatically are just swimming in money. Okay. It's not the case. When you see guys like that that have the cars and all of this stuff, they put a bunch of money in it. That money comes from a lot of other places, right? Okay. It comes from buying and selling. It comes from purchasing a car from the insurance company or purchasing a car from the auction because now I have the opportunity to fix this car at a much cheaper cost, right? Mm-hmm. Now I can sell that car back. Now, as far as like, yeah, you do sometimes get situations where a car comes to you and it doesn't cost you as much to repair it. Right. We don't tell the insurance companies what we want to fix a car. They tell us what they're going to pay us. Okay. So if they tell us, look, we're giving you $10,000 to repair this car, and this car cost me $9,800 to repair, I can put in a supplement, yes, so I can get a couple extra thousand on top to make pay my bills, yeah. but the overhead for a body shop is where you get beat up. So yeah, you may make a couple thousand dollars for yourself, maybe. That's not every car. That's right. not every situation. So the back end, what people don't see, where they see body shop money, that's not always the case. Not everything yeah. with insurance automatically equals big payday. So that back end money is buying the car from the insurance company. If there's a buyback, you fix it up, you sell it. A lot of that comes from buying and selling, buying and flipping, or just sometimes getting those really good situations where, okay, look, I just made a bunch of money and I didn't really have to do much. Yeah. Or the car is totaled and it's sitting in my shop and I'm collecting storage on it. Okay, now I just made 3000 bucks and I didn't have to do anything. So this is money that just adds up. It's not time. that it's not like you're making 20,000 in your pocket profit on every car. That's not, <laughs> you know, sometimes you make 500 bucks. Sometimes you don't make any money at all. Right. You know, sometimes it costs you a little bit of money because at the end of the day, insurance companies don't want to pay. Right. So we're fighting with the insurance companies to get paid on certain things. That's just how it works. Yeah. You know, if the insurance company says, look, I don't want to give you any more money. This is it. You're tapped out right after you do your supplement. There's nothing you can do about it. You got to fix the car. And if you made 200 bucks on it, you made 200 bucks on it. Can you explain what a supplement is? Supplement is, um, so after they write the initial estimate, right. if they write $500 on the initial estimate, supplement is when I find more damage. So, mm. okay, look, this wasn't on the original estimate. This bracket is broken. This clip is not here. You guys need to give me more time on this pillar. The, that's what you put on the supplement so you get the supplemental income. So you know that's all after the fact. So can, is it safe to say that that's where the profit can come in potentially possibly but every situation is very every, different. it's always different you know sometimes right. you can put in a sub sometimes you can fix a car off the initial estimate and then you put in a sub to make money right but it every supplement doesn't go your way right supplements can be denied no i mean it's up to the uh, so the adjuster right? the adjuster is the one that determines what's going to happen and then after he writes the estimate a supervisor reviews it and then so on and so forth so it's, it's a chain right interesting this is Pretty interesting. So um, now 
let's get straight to business with when it comes to the car. I feel like Josh wants to talk about this car. Yeah. So oh, Josh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not to disregard anything you're doing in business. No, no, you're I good. Just, you know, you're this good. can go on for days when it comes to it, but I'm sure mm-hmm. we can revisit that some other time. Yeah. Um, now you have your your truck or your SUV. I don't SUV. SUV. Right? Yeah. Trackhawk. Trackhawk. Mm-hmm. Right. Talk to me about that because you, you mentioned that you're the, you're the first. Yeah, um, I'm not going to say the first. I was one of one the of. first. Okay. Uh, when a lot of shops were saying that it's not possible, can't be done. Why, why were they saying that, though? Mainly, I don't, I don't, maybe it was because they didn't want anyone else to do it. They didn't want to help anyone else do it. Is uh, it because of fitment, though? No, or? it's all the same. It's all the same. Hmm. Same engine, it, same motor mounts, same exhaust manifolds. A lot of it's the same. Okay. Um, it's, it's just, I don't know, you know, these shops in Florida that one, I forget the name of the shop that was in Florida, they were, they were one of the first also, if not the first, they just didn't want to give away any information any on doing information, it. I'm not right. sure if they ever even got it running. Oh, wow. Um, but they were, I think one of the first shops to start it. Um, and I have no idea what happened after that, but they wouldn't, they wouldn't give out any information. No one help. Were they Spanish? Uh, I don't know. Honestly. Most guys down there are usually like Puerto Ricans or something. They used to have crazy builds and stuff it, like that. This is, I, I think it was Hellraiser Performance. I don't remember the name of the shop. Okay. I think it was Hellraiser. Um, but they just didn't want to help out. Yeah, they, it's how, I mean, that's, it's probably, I mean, so if you didn't see it running, maybe it's probably because it was probably a headache or something like that. Possibly. Well, you should know now if it is a headache or yeah, not. Yeah, right. I should. <laughs> I should. You should know now. Yeah. But so now, um, I'm not really a Mopar guy. Mm-hmm. Actually at all. I actually am not a fan of American cars, mm-hmm. um, and I'm not not just because like I hate them or anything like that. I just never was attracted into uh, to American cars. So I just mm-hmm. always love, you know. I can't even say I have a Japanese car because <laughs> right. it's, 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 a <laughs> it's a BMW technically, yeah. but I've, I'm a Honda guy at heart, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, the motor that you have in there, it's from a Trackhawk, from a Hellcat, from a Hellcat. From a Hellcat. Mm-hmm. So it's from a Hellcat. Same thing, it. same motor, same six. Same motor. Same so motor. what is uh, so why why is that like a big deal that you that you with have? the SRT? Yeah. So SRTs come in a six point four Hemi's. They come in a. They're not the strongest motors. They don't work well with boost. They usually pop when you boost them. Right. Um. So doing that motor wasn't because of a I want to make more power. Yeah. It was never a hunger to make more power. It was more so to prove people wrong. Mm. I, I I have a. I don't like being told something can't work or can't be done. Right. You know, so same thing with my Q50. I had S2000 seats in my Q50. Yeah, I'm, I'm still trying because I had, I had mm-hmm. a couple S2000s. I, I still can't imagine that. Yeah, I had S2000 seats <laughs> in the TL and I had S2000 seats in my Q50. Were they small? They were perfect. They were absolutely perfect. Really? And I'm tall, so it dropped the seat just enough for it to uh, be comfortable. Okay. So I like to do things where, you know, when people say that can't be done, you can't do that. That's going to cost this. That's going to be this. It's going to be a headache. That's when I'm more inclined to do so. Yeah. You know, so, um, but they're the same. They're essentially, they're both Hemis. They're both Gen 3 Hemis. The motor mounts are in the same location. Um, just one motor is stronger than the other. One is okay. supercharged and one is in A. So usually when I explain this setup to people that yeah. want to do it, um, I, can't, I don't want to say I paved the way, but I've given a lot of information out to people that have done this swap. And there are a bunch of successful ones running around Detroit. Chicago, Arkansas, like a lot of different places. And these people have all messaged me on Facebook, like, hey, what do I do next or what do I need? And I'll gladly tell them. You know, I don't want to be the guy that's just like, nah, I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to hold that to myself. No. Right. You know, I did this and I'm glad other people are doing it now. 
Um, so essentially, you're taking your 6.4 out, your, your engine, and you're putting in your same engine, but stronger, and adding a supercharger. That's essentially all you're doing. So it's almost like you bought a supercharger, and I you're know. adding it, and that's it. It's not a super difficult swap. It is very simple. Um, but again, like this is all information that I have now. Back then, it was probably like, oh, wow, this is, this is a lot. You know? right. Well, now they make things where, well, when we did it, wiring had to be done. Yeah. Now they make the kits. For they make you to harnesses. Be able, they harness, make harnesses. Right. They make extension harnesses for coil packs. They make the map sensor jumper harness. So they make things now that they didn't make before. So the swap is a lot easier now to do than what it was. So how long ago, when did you do this swap? This was three years ago. Okay. So three years is a good amount of time for, you know, technology to at least be up there to where they make harnesses mm-hmm. and so on. So those cars, so Trackhawks aren't supercharged. No, Trackhawks are supercharged. SRTs aren't. SRTs aren't. Yeah. Okay. So, but the motors are stronger than. And the motors are stronger and supercharged in the Trackhawk Hellcat platform Got than it. the just the non-SRT 392 okay. platform. So Copy. the 392s are just NA. Copy. The 6.2s, those are supercharged. Wait, so it felt, it felt a lot different when you. Well, did it feel different? Yeah. Oh, big difference. I mean, you're going from 300 horsepower to, you know, five, 600 horsepower to the tire. It's a big difference. Damn. Yeah, it's a big difference. Especially on the all-wheel drive. Yeah, Especially say on the all-wheel drive yeah, setup. It's, it is all-wheel drive, right? All-wheel drive, yeah. How heavy is that car? Uh, 5,500. 5,500 pounds. Yeah. Damn. It's a big girl. Huge. Yeah. That's crazy. Girl. So now have you, have, you, um, have you ran anybody in that car? Uh, or you just like yeah, yeah yeah we <laughs> me I and remember, him me and him ran yeah i think it was three years ago yeah first about met. two years ago um, yeah. in the stinger or the supra no 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 the supra um we it was me and anthony um he thought we had a pure 800 yeah so I he did. was bragging it he yeah was bragging I, I was talking it. hella shit i was like <laughs> man, everybody really? told me i had a pure 800 in the car so no, that was before he put put a pure okay yeah, i don't so. know i don't when it comes to supras all i know is <laughs> Either you're, I mean, the hybrid turbo thing, don't get me wrong, that's not brand new. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah. a lot of people are just like, oh, you got a hybrid, you got a hybrid. I mean, hybrids, they've been, people have been doing hybrids for years, right, like yeah. a long time, putting a larger wheel in the smaller compressor housing. That, that's been happening forever. Yeah. yeah. So when you hear something now, I mean, having a hybrid on one of these cars is a lot different than having a hybrid on the Civic. Yeah. Um, with, well, hybrid, but these cars come stock turbo. Mm-hmm. So. When I heard it had a big turbo kit on it, which is a pure 800, I'm assuming. Yeah. I, I was hype as hell. Well, it's not really I, a big turbo kit. Yeah, I don't know. You know it's, I don't it's, know it's a, it's, it still goes in the same location. It's literally like the same turbo. Oh, stock location yeah, turbo. Right, stock location. Bigger it, wheel. You wouldn't even know if you, somebody had a pure 800. Like, looking, you would never know. Oh, okay. Same okay. housing and everything. Same housing, just, just inside, a different. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's so a different impeller. But, right. Um, but you can make that, a lot of power. Yeah. On, but oh, not a lot of power, but a good amount. But at, at that time when we were racing... He was he was gapping us mm-hmm. crazy. Oh really? Oh, so you did didn't win? Well, we did roll racing, right? We did a roll. Yeah, yeah we did a forty to one, uh, 40, forty to one thirty. Yeah, forty yeah. to one thirty, and we did what else? Sixty. Then we did a sixty. Yeah, yeah. we did a couple of different rolls that night. Yeah, that's how we met. Is that how we met? Yeah, that's how that we was met. the night we met, Wait, right? Yeah. I can't even ask you where you were in Mexico, right? Of course, yeah, but. yeah. <laughs> well, I wasn't there. No. No. Mm-mm. Nah, was you I, weren't there that night, no. Was I supposed to be there that night? Where's my invite? <laughs> I think we were just out. It was Three an accident. Three years ago? Did I no, know you? Well, yeah. No, you were there, but I think you left. 
after there was a race. Yeah, there was a race, and we all were back over there at the spot chilling. Yeah, and I mean, me and him racing was like, I, it wasn't even like it was a purpose like set up race. Like it was yeah. just. I was talking some shit and it was like, yo, run the super. And I was just like, I'll run the fucking super. All right, let's yeah, do it. Nah, and then, it was just for fun. It was just I for mean, fun. It was no money. It was no that, nothing. Well, yeah. at that time, I, it was fun because then there was no cops. No, you know, no. Th- th- it wasn't like it was before now. Like Yeah, with the takeovers so, and everything. Yeah. So now it's very, very different. And yeah, it was it, it was fun before. Yeah, it's... it. I mean, Zoo, man, like, I, we can go all day about the whole racing scene today versus oh, yeah, racing no. scene before. That's, we saved that for another chat. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but, but you, you you go to takeovers, right, So No. I've never been to a takeover, <laughs> ever. Okay. That's a, <laughs> no. <laughs> that's no, a I'm lie. Kidding. I went to one. I went to one. I was just, it was out late night. I was coming back from bowling alley, and I, they were, like, right there by the bowling alley. So I was like, I'm going to go see what this is about. Man, this was the silliest time. Of my life, like I felt like an idiot standing there. No disrespect to the takeover guys. Now, I don't understand it, and that's probably why I don't respect it. Hmm. I'll put it like that, because to them, they're putting on shows for free. They're spending twenty thousand, ten thousand dollars a year on tires. It's yeah, not cheap. A lot on tires. They're putting a ton of abuse on their cars. They're doing a lot to please others obviously and to have fun themselves now the takeover guys may not understand making a quarter mile hit i don't understand it so i won't talk bad about it Mm -hmm. i just think that it's i think it's idiotic when you do it recklessly now i think takeovers can be held safely i think that it's too much when people are involved and they're in the middle of the circle fires are being set things of that nature and if you don't got the wheel you don't got the wheel yeah but if you know you don't, don't let your mans hype you up because <laughs> that could turn into you having a manslaughter charge that you don't need. Literally see them. That's when we say. That's when we say you're not that guy, bro. That's you're, not you're not that, that guy. guy. You're not that guy. <laughs> so I, I don't. I don't understand it. So that's probably why I don't respect it. Yeah. Um, and just vice versa, they probably don't understand drag racing, so they don't respect it. Yeah. So I'll put it like that. You know, I'm not gonna talk down on them. I just, I get it. They love their car. I mean, we've all done some idiotic things in our car. I know yeah. I have. But you know. my my question with takeovers, yeah, right? I have. Um, do you think it affect racing in the street when people like takeovers and all that stuff? Do, do you think it affect the races nowadays that yes, so many cars? Like short short answer, yes. Yeah, it did, because to the to the average person, racing is racing. If it's a car and it goes fast and it makes noise, it's racing, period. Yeah. It doesn't matter if my car is straight piped and I never went over 25, I was racing just because of how it sounds. Right. You understand? If I straight pipe my car and I did a hit from one light to the next, I never went over 25, but it, I'm racing automatically because of the way the car sounds. Yeah. Right. Takeover guys, they definitely did not help the street racing guys Yeah. Um, because it's all under one umbrella. True. You're doing something illegal in a motor vehicle. So it, it all just, it puts a spotlight on everything True. in that world. Everything, whether it's takeovers or drag racing on the street or doing circuit or cutting up, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. If it's on the public roadway, it's all under the same umbrella. It's gonna, they definitely didn't help because you know, the drag racing community or well, the street racing community side of it was pretty private for a long time. Yeah. You, know, there was, you could go and have 50, 60 races a night Mm-hmm. Yeah, what, now, was, what, what was it like from back then and now? Oh, it was a big difference. 
big big difference we, we literally can get off tons of races in a night tons yeah and it was never an issue now it's not like that because everything is on social media everybody goes live right away there was no going live back then so races didn't get shut down right the meetup spots they didn't come to the meetup spots but also you know meetup spots people it was a little bit more respect involved right um there was i mean if we're meeting up at somewhere and there's houses around right. there was no music being blasted cars were turned off immediately those are the two things that we did you know you respect the homeowners in the area you respect the other businesses in the area in the area it's not like that now cars pull up people want to be seen there's two steps going there's backfire burbles going yeah it's not like that no more you know now you pull up to a spot it was respected you got one guy travel from wherever he traveled from they want to get the race off they don't yeah. want it to get shut down because of a spectator the races aren't never the racers there never shut down their own race it's the spectators that cause the races to get shut down it was very different before you were able to get off tons of races whether it's greenpoint erskine flatlands wherever you were able to get off a bunch of races yeah it's not like that anymore I mean, I remember we were doing um, a, the shootout, and it's just too many people, too many cameras, and it's just like, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't really like this camera people and cameras. They've been around. They've always done. Yeah, um, there's yeah, always yeah, cameras that've been yeah, around. Yeah. Stuff like that. It's like if I, I just feel like the street racing nowadays is just, you know, it's different. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's very different. Um, but that, and honestly, it's not going to get any better. It's gonna get worse. I, it's it's getting, gonna get worse. It's every day. I I see that's it's become a thing. Every single day, the first thing I see is somebody getting hit. Yeah, literally. Mm -hmm. Like I open up my phone and mm -hmm. it's an Instagram account that posts all these takeovers and accidents, mm -hmm. and it's somebody getting thrown in the air. Yeah, and it's just like um, that's the, literally the first thing I see when I open up my app, mm -hmm. and um, it's 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 pretty bad. And I think that um, the cops can't even do anything about it because. No. It, it's may not be as big in New York, mm. but in other states, it's huge. It's a huge thing. Like yeah. if you go to Cali, I'm sure it's like that's where all those, a lot of those videos are from. Yeah. And the cops can't do anything. No, there's nothing they can do when they have and people can carry in these other states, too. So they have, you know, what I'm saying like they, they have, have guns and shit like yeah. that. So it's it's mm. it's different over there and probably a lot more dangerous. The stuff you're seeing as opposed to being in New York you know, and to go into a takeover. Yeah, the New York takeovers, I will say, it, they're not nearly as dangerous right. as, you know, I mean, they have been. They, they have, have been. been some instances yeah. where they were just like, all right, dude, like, come on, you shut down a bridge, you shut down a highway, <laughs> like, really? You know what I mean? So, yeah. but for the most part, they're usually out of the way in some business parking lot, nowhere to be seen, right. do their own thing, that's it. Cali, they're in the middle of an intersection at five o'clock in the afternoon. So, yeah, yeah on, a, on a Sunday on, on a, probably or yeah, even knows. Going crazy any day of the week there. like they just that's what yeah they go crazy in other places yeah, yeah. and other places they definitely are different they definitely yeah. do things very different in other places um but like the police don't really don't want to get involved um because it can turn out bad for them right um innocent people get hurt or killed they want a takeover for the police side of it they're contained in this one spot yeah so when they show up and these cars scatter now you have five, six cars at a crazy rate of speed flying down public roadways. Right. But when they're in that one space, it's like, all right, you know what? They kill each other. They kill each other. Yeah. It's yeah. like why cops don't chase bikers, right? Like, well, I'll be, the cops will literally tell you, look, I didn't chase you. I chased you. I'll be cleaning you up 10 miles down the road. doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Cops will literally tell bikers that, you know? So like, you know, if you ran, it's okay. In you know, New York, it's illegal to chase. So. Is it? Yeah. In New York, it's illegal to chase in city limits. 
they cannot do a high high speed pursuit because you are endangering other people. Uh, is th- is that anywhere in New York? I don't think it's anywhere. It's only New York City. I oh, believe, okay. Or within city limits, like Queens, Brooklyn. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Long Island stuff. That's NYPD. I don't know about Suffolk. Yeah, Long Island's so. probably different. Uh, we have yeah. more. Yeah, we have Long Island's yeah. way, Long way Island's different. <laughs> yeah, in the city, they're not allowed to chase you. No, because if you if they're chasing you and you kill someone, God forbid. Yeah. The police have to. You know, they get they get in trouble for that. That happens a lot too. People. Um, that actually, I saw a video and I think it was, I don't know if it was Bronx or Brooklyn, but. Somebody was running, and then some dudes walked out from the barbershop, and they they got a yeah, they got hit him. by the car or something like yeah. that. So it's it terrible. happens. And yeah, I, I hate driving in the city though because <laughs> those streets are so narrow, and it's just like I literally when I'm driving, all I think about is just like some some dude just like flying down, blowing stop signs, and it's mm-hmm. just like that's it. Yeah, know? yeah, it, it's 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 different. You it's know? definitely different now. Now yeah. let's go let's go back on the racing part. Mm-hmm. Um, another question. What's the difference between the races back then and now when they do like the steps and all that stuff <laughs> and like they the way they um they ask for the leave, you know what I'm saying? Um, it wasn't really a big thing back then. Um, it was run what you brung. It was I talked enough crap to get you here. We're racing, heads mm. up, driver to driver, cars were also stick shift back then. Yeah, gamble. Yeah, cars are also stick shift, so it was driver to driver. Yeah. Now cars are automatic, so but now the steps all right, so that's oh, okay. a that's a interesting thing to ask because like the creeping thing, right? Yeah. New cars creep. We it happens. Yeah. You know, so Can you explain what creeping is? Creeping is is when you you go to launch your car, you preload, you you get up on your stall if right. you have a stall or you get up on launch control if you have a launch control. Creeping is when it rolls forward just a little bit. New cars creep. Yeah. Older cars didn't really do that as much, um, but sometimes they do, you know. So I feel like the steps now versus then, they are some of them are idiotic, in my opinion. If you are afraid to race the car that you came to race, don't race. <laughs> don't talk enough shit to get hype on social media to come out to race, and that's it. Yeah. You want to race, you race this other person. If their car is faster, right, you have nothing to prove to anyone. If you have the faster car, you have the faster car. We do not ever need to race. Right. There's nothing to prove. Race cars in your category, race cars in your lane. If you have a fast car and you want to gamble, by all means, gamble. But don't gamble and ask for the world behind you, right? If I'm going to talk crap and I have the slower car and I'm ready to gamble, I'm not asking you for two in the leave. That's not a race. I'm not asking you for that amount of space. Not for a yeah. $10,000 pot, five, yeah. 15000 I'm not doing that. If I can't sit next to you, then I'm just not going to race you. I'll race the guy that I can sit next to. Yeah. I feel like now people, it's more of an ego trip now than what it was. We don't need to race. You know, before you also had things like good sportsmanship. We don't have that anymore. People want to race you when your car is half broken. They'll talk just <laughs> enough shit. <laughs> they don't want to race you when your car is running on all eight, or all six, or all four. They don't want to race you when the car is running right. Yeah. You understand? Back then... And I've seen it multiple times. Car breaks on the line. You know what they do? They give each other back their money. They give them 15 minutes to fix it. And if they can't fix it, let me know when the car is back running. Yeah. And that's what I find really funny because then a lot of cars, they break down after the 60 foot. Mm -hmm. And what I realized is like, why do you know the the length of the 60 foot? A lot of people don't. 
a lot like, of people have no idea what 60 yeah, feet well, is. Exactly. No clue. And especially in the street in the street racing, you don't you don't know how no. far the 60, 60 foot is. Foot's not is not marked. Yeah. And then they try to say, oh, but a 60 foot is only two car lengths or three car lengths or four or five. They don't know. Yeah. It's just things to say to get paid. Right. <laughs> That's it. It's street racing now is gambling. Now, there are a lot of guys that are in the street racing scene now that I respect and I have a ton of respect for them. Even if they weren't outside back then, they're outside now and they're doing right by the OGs that are in the scene. There are a lot of OGs that still have some badass cars, but they refuse to race on the street these days because they don't want to deal with what they see online. Yeah, mm. that's very true. They don't want to deal with the headache. They don't want to deal with the complaining. They don't want to deal with the drama. Oh, you jumped. Do you know how many people, like, and this is to say, and this is, you know, for even for my race, right? This is me being 100% transparent. When I raced Sashi that night, I'm not sure if you were there, but the yeah, video yeah, was, was out there. there. Now, I did get paid that night. Right, that was a good ass race. That was a great race. Can you talk about the race? Yeah, I'll talk about the race. So, what car was it? Um, this is my Jeep versus a X3M. Okay, modded X3M versus stock motor, stock motor, both SUVs. Mm -hmm. Right. Now, he he jumped the light, right? But I will say this now: at the time, it was three in the morning. Me and him had did a bunch of back and forth for weeks to get this race off. You know, I drive all the way out to his side of town to get this race off. The way he jumped was so minor that if I didn't have a team behind me or if I didn't have or if I didn't want to argue, whatever it is, if I had all of my own money in that pot, I would have never gotten paid that night with my type of feelings behind it. Mm -hmm. The reason I say that is because the jump was so minor. I slept at the light, period. The jump was so, so, so minor. I'm not considering that a jump. Now that same type of jump at the track wouldn't even be a red light because it was that minor. You understand? Mm. But were, were they saying, I, I know they were saying some stuff about, oh, it chases a race. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's common. Mm -hmm. that's, a, that's literally, yeah. How, yeah. What, do you, what do you say about that? I think um, that, well, it would have to be stepped today's time too, even yeah. back then. Yeah. Because even back then, if you chase, that's a race. What about the track though? At the track, if if I chase you, like if you red light and I chase you, that's not a race. No, it's not a race. Because in, in the track, in the track is very drift, different. Because if you jump, the the machine or whatever, yeah, you say red light. You yeah, jump. if yeah. you red light, that's yeah. not a race. You lost. Yeah, you lost. Right, depending right. on the situation. If it's a grudge race and I chase you, if it's a grudge race only, a chase is a race. Yeah. So that, that's one thing that Hezzy had said was that. Um, he he tries to go by track rules because if you do jump, then you know. Right. So I mean, that's a good. Um, that's, those are good guidelines to follow. Right. But somehow there are other things, other steps, and that get thrown in there that are just like, yeah, but like you know, like you said, if you even a little bit, like it's. I think those things are so. Look, if I'm slowing down a tape to that degree. Yeah. To see if someone. To see jumped, if somebody jumped, then that's what I'm saying. It's just a like, tire crack. A tire. Come on. You know, like a lot of people now with the three forties and the supers, right. when they're when they're when they're building a boost and they're yeah. squatting, they they confuse that lift for a tire crack. Right. Yeah. They're not one and the same. Now, like I said, if I had all of my own money in that pot, I would have been like, you know what, Sash? It was too close to call. Oh, you feel like you like if it was too close to call, it's too close to call. I feel like people in today's time are super scared of saying too close to call. Yeah. We don't have slow motion cameras at the finish line. We don't have wind lights. 
you cannot go based upon a light blur. You understand? Yeah. It's light. It moves faster than anything. Yeah. You can't go based upon a blur. Of course, my light's going to be in front of me because that's what light does. It travels. Yeah. So if it's too close to call, the flag guys now, they are so terrified to say, you know what? I can't make a decision on this. Run it back. If you can't run it back tonight, you run it back another day, everybody gets their money back. That shit will start a fucking riot. <laughs> it, will be a, it will be a war right Yo. there at the spot just off saying that alone. Yeah. But it's reality. Yeah. Like this is these are our cars, these are our lives, these are people's yeah. money. You know. And for those for those people that doesn't know, like getting into like racing nowadays, you need a team. Like right. like you said, right. like they back you up. Mm -hmm. We would have never got paid if they never. Right. Never, I wouldn't have gotten paid. Yeah. You know. And because of because of the because of the creep. Yeah. If I me personally, I don't want to sit there and argue all day. Right. And it was already really it was three o'clock in the morning, dude. Like. I wasn't going to sit there and argue, but I'm also saying out loud, too, that if it was only my money in the pot, I would have paid up that night, right? Yeah, true. If the flagger is saying, Sashi won, but he cracked tire before the light, so... How much did he win by? Uh, man, oh, it, was even, right? <laughs> it was dead even at the finish yeah. line. Like, dead even. And I slept bad. He was out a car and a half on me. At the, from, the, from when we left, he was out a car and a half on me. <laughs> now, again, I slept, right? Yeah. If I didn't sleep, the light came on so quick after his tire crack, if I would have hit the light dead on, I would have won, right? In right. that situation, I had the faster car. That would have been easy. It would have been easy to call, yeah. right? But because I slept, they had to go based upon that little tire crack to determine a winner or loser, right? If he didn't crack tire, it would have been super close to call, super close. But that little tire crack determined his loss that night. So yeah. I got paid, yes. I had the faster car that night, yes. But I don't want to get paid like that. Yeah, I think that's that's what the old school mentality is too. It's just like you want to you want to win, man up, fair. Yeah, you want to win, I, right? It's, I want to, I want to, yeah. I, I like, I'm, I want to win like a man, right? You know what I mean, I don't want to just win because of a tire crack. Exactly. Now, if it's a massive jump and we can all see it clear as day, yeah, cool. You right. jumped, bro. You know you jumped. But that tire crack was so small, so small. And this is me as the like being his opponent. Yeah, it was so tiny, bro. <laughs> it was such a tiny tire crack. Now, again, I, I slept at the light. It is what it is, you know? Yeah. So if we would have left together, it would completely, it would have been, I would have been out on him. Maybe yeah. a half a car, maybe a car. I don't know. His car is very impressive. It is very and, fast and, for what it and is. And also, it depends. It really depends on the people. Because then you have the shit talkers and you have, you know, friendlies. Right. right. And you would have never probably argued with him. You would probably like, it's whatever, giving him my money back. We'll race another time. I'm right? that type of person. Yeah, and That's I feel like not other people are. A yeah. lot of other people aren't. Yeah, and I feel like when you guys were arguing at that time, like going back and forth and stuff like that, you actually want to get paid. Like, right. you want to you want to prove that you actually beat him. Right, right. The so. argument is usually what starts that type of crap. But I'm the type of person, like you said, that like I'd rather just you know what, bro? Here's your money. I'll take my money. Cars are too hot to rerun right now. It's super late. Police are outside. Whatever. We'll just figure it out another night. Yeah. You know, but a lot of people don't want to figure it out another night. They yeah. want to get paid right then and there, and that's it. And they'll never see you again. Yeah. You know, so it's, <laughs> it's like it's like Junior's race with the guy with the Civic, right? Oh, yeah. That Civic was never going to catch that. <laughs> Ever. Yo. Yo. Shout out to Junior, man. <laughs> Yo. I watched that video, and I was like, no But he. Way. I feel like he's... 
I thought I, I assumed he was an old school person. Like I thought he was an OG too. He, like he is, but he's conforming to the new ways, right? Yeah, nah, but bro, I mean, yeah, from he, the, from he the was footage, not catching. I don't he, know, he man. Really I don't know. He was he not was really not. in. Now I understand the you know distort the the distortion of running a 360 camera to prove certain angles. I get that. Yeah. 360 cameras make things look like they're further away than they actually are. Right. Mm-hmm. Understand. But the cell phone video of him being four or five cars behind him. Before the cross, this is at the eighth. That Civic wasn't catching that. No, nah, hell. That turbo no. car would have just kept picking up. His turbo car would have kept picking up, but it wouldn't have closed that gap. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. and I get the whole if it crossed, blah, blah, blah. Now, that race is probably never going to happen. Yeah, I'm still waiting for that to happen. If it was going to happen, it would have happened by now. That yeah. Civic is being turned up to race that BMW. I yeah. just saw he, he, uh, he just tuned it yes, uh, yesterday. He did some tuning. So he did something to it. He yeah. was on a dyno. So yeah. it's probably. I mean, it's probably turned up. I mean, look, yeah. they have a shop. They can literally put a built motor in that car overnight yeah. and turn it up, put a turbo on it overnight and turn it up. Right. Now, him saying that he didn't is. have a radiator, his shop is right there. He could have easily went and put a fucking radiator in the car. It's a Civic. Yeah. He could have easily put a radiator in the car and had it back up and running to race that night. But he's smart. Yeah. He already know he wasn't going to catch that car. Because if it was a car that he was going to beat, I guarantee you he would have put a radiator in it that night. Yeah, he was actually he actually broke at, at the towards the end too. Yeah, that's what you yeah. said. The radiator they showed it. The radiator right. was split. Come on, <laughs> come on, man! Like you, he wasn't gonna catch it. But see, things like that are now happening in the race scene and the race community. That me personally, I'd rather stay away from it, man. Like yeah. that's why I didn't have as many races. I've done a bunch of roles. I've done a bunch of races that just weren't filmed or just I was out having fun. I raced the Corvettes. I raced a couple cars out. Yeah, you know, yeah. with him. And and these are from a dig. I just, for, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. the way it is now, it's so drama-filled that a lot of people don't even want to be on the street anymore because they don't want to deal with the headaches that come oh, up. Oh, yeah, for sure. Honestly, nowadays, I used to go to, like, you know, the runs all the time. Mm-hmm. And now, I just watch it on live on, on, yeah, in yeah. the couch or in yeah. bed or whatever. I had more fun literally going out, doing a hit, beating my last draggy time, and coming back home excited as hell. Facts. I think I'm gonna start doing that. I think, that, I think I'm gonna start doing I had that. A blast doing that. Yeah, Watching that sounds pretty fun. Yeah, that was that right there made my night every time I went to make a hit. I made a hit and it, it was faster than my last draggy pass. Yeah. I was in the car screaming, like, "Yo, I did!" Like, you know what I mean? I finally went a nine. I finally. Went. That was the highlight of my night for me, and that yeah. felt way better than sitting outside at 12, 1 o'clock in the morning arguing with a bunch of people <laughs> about yeah. if the truck is stocked, it not if it's not. It. it was not worth it, man. Like, it was not worth it. Now, again, that's nothing to take away from the people that do it every day. Yeah. True. They do it every day. They love it. They love drag racing. They love the sport. If you do it for the sport and you love drag racing and you have no issue beating a man, heads up, pause, car to car. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, I know some yeah. of y'all are a little crazy. <laughs> call <Yeah>. to call. <laughs> now I had to play that back in my head. I'm like, oh, I had to throw that in there. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, man to man, you won the race. <laughs> they beat the man heads up is crazy. Like, that, that, that was a little crazy, but I had to throw the pause in there because. <laughs> so, so, if you have no issue doing that and you're, you, you love what you do, man, more respect to you, right? Facts. Yeah. More power to you. You love the sport. You're doing it for a good reason. Right. Now, if you deep down, you know you're not doing it for, the, like for all the right reasons. You're not really a car guy. Mm-hmm. You're just someone who jumped into it because you saw a quick way to become popular. Yeah. This is not for you. 
you never and you could tell when those guys are around. You ain't that guy, bro. You ain't that guy. You ain't bro. that guy. <laughs> you could tell when those guys pop up. Yeah. Car pops up, it doesn't do what they want it to do. The popularity is not what they thought it was going to be. They instantly fall off the map. You never see them again. Yeah. yeah. Those are the guys that aren't car guys. Right. Those are the guys that they just they wanted to try something because their friends are doing it. They thought it was going to be cool. They end up putting a little bit more money than they thought they was going to spend because <laughs> the car broke once or twice. Yep. Then they're off the map. Yo, what happened, bro? You're not built? Nah, bro, I got a little daily. I couldn't deal with that last car. No, real car dudes don't say that. They say that for the time being, but after yeah. that, they're buying something they're else buying to something build. Else. And that's just what it is, man. You love this. It's in your blood. You do it because you love to do it, not because of what social media makes it look like. Social, yeah. social media makes it look like if you start drag racing right now, you will be the man by next year. Mm-hmm. I built a car, I'm on the street, I'm whipping everything in their mother, now I'm the man. Now, again, a lot of people think that some of the new racers are out here now are new racers, they're not. Yeah, they've been doing it for a while. They've been doing it for a while, a even Dre with yeah. his M3, no yeah. hezzy. A lot of people think that he's just some young kid that popped up out of nowhere with a bunch, no, he had, his, he had an F80 and he was, losing a lot with the f80 mm-hmm. and it just made him better and progressed yeah you know it doesn't matter if you turn your own wrench or not that doesn't make you uh, doesn't make you any less of a car enthusiast if you built your own car if you drive your own car or not it doesn't make you any less or more of a car enthusiast you love the cars you love the sport you respect the car more than anything right enjoy it bro enjoy no, I agree it. so it's, it's a different world now man it's very different Way, way different. Social media has, has become the face of a lot of different things, not only street racing, but just other <laughs> yeah, other, other niches and things of, of that. But mm-hmm. um, So you still have the track lock? No. What happened to it? Um, so um, that truck was supposed to... All right, so I'll start from the beginning a little bit. I ended up making a really fast pass in that truck. Um, it, went, it, it went fast. Um, that truck had a five... 7060 to 130. Um, then it went 560 to 60 to 130. And then it went 970s on the street. Um, and then I ended up putting a hole in the motor. Damn. So I put a hole in the block. I had the truck sitting. I was supposed to, I built, I had a new motor for it, 411 stroker, nice motor from Modern Muscle Extreme. I ended up parking the car by my shop, not too far from it, pretty much on the corner. Yeah. Um, I left it there. I didn't want to tie up space inside the shop because I have customers' cars. So I was like, I'm right. going to leave it outside. It's cool. Sat there for about two, three weeks. No issues. The day that I was supposed to move it, I didn't move it to start putting a new motor in. I get a call the next morning that the truck burned down. Damn. Yeah, it was shitty. I got called 6 o'clock in the morning. I jumped up out of my sleep and I went to find out what happened. Damn. That's pretty sad. Yeah. Um, it is shitty. A lot of time. A lot of money. A lot of late sleepless nights because I done broke some shit and I don't yeah. know what I broke. So I went through a lot with that truck. Um, you know, a lot of people, when that, that picture hit social media at a point, a lot of people were just like, yo, it's got to be an insurance job. He owns a body shop. He blew the motor. Then the truck burns down. Come on, bro. You know That's what I mean? What everyone like, everyone it's, thinks it's, it's an insurance job. Everyone <laughs> thinks everything is an insurance job. Yeah. Like, and me being in the business that I'm in doesn't make it any easier. Right. But it wasn't. That truck was my heart. I loved it to death. Yeah. I had tons of plans for it. Not yeah. for the street scene or racing, just because that's what I wanted to do. Right. Um, so, yeah. That, and I still don't know who. I don't know why. Can't say. Just the, just the car was on fire? Or was, was anything else in the area on fire? Like Just the car. No, the car wow. was 100% targeted. Really? 100%. 
By who? I don't know. For what reason? I have no idea why. Still don't know. And the crazy, at first it hit me like a ton of bricks. It hurt. Um, but then after some time, I was like, you know what? It's cool. It is what it is. Yeah. You know, like I've been through a lot in my like lifetime. Yeah. A car is a car. Right. You have insurance for a reason. Yeah. And you can't take it with you either. Can't take it with you. And you can't change what's already happened. Right. You can't undo what's been done. Mm -hmm. So me flipping out, me ready to knock on every door in the neighborhood, figure out this, figure out that. My boys are calling me like, yo, where we going? Where we pulling up? It's unnecessary. For what? What are we going to solve? We're going yeah. to turn over stones that don't need to be turned over for no reason. It yeah. is what it is. I'll get another car. It's a car. You know, yeah, the money is gone, but it was gone when I spent it. Right. You know, I, I, what I got out of that truck, building it, no m amount of money can replace that. You yeah. understand? So I built it. Put it together. It was fast. I had a good time. I met good people behind it. It served its purpose. It's cool. You know, whoever did whatever they did, that's going to come back to them at a different point in their life. May not be by my hand, may not be by anyone else's hand. You just don't know how things play out. You know, and then when your life is taking a crap and you don't know why, you think back like, oh shit, I did some fucked up things when I was a little younger. True. You know, and we all have. Yeah. yeah, we've all done some things that we're not the proudest of, you know, but you make them right. You do right by people and they say you have good luck from that. Right. Yeah. Who knows why it was taken from me? I don't know. I can't say for sure. But all I know is it, it put my head on a completely different path and a much better one. Maybe I maybe I was so far into the truck mentally that I wasn't paying attention to everything else that was going on around me. Could be that too. Maybe I was gonna get in that truck one day with that new 411 stroker and that big whipple and fucking send it into a wall and kill myself. Who knows why things happen? You don't know. Yeah. So what's done is done. You can't change it. It is what it is. Yeah. I mean, that's. And uh, you know what's crazy? That truck actually made history. Remember, mm -hmm. you swapped the engine. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. I paved the way for a lot of dudes looking to do that swap. I gained a lot of knowledge, a lot of information from it. Mm -hmm. It is what it is. So, so do you feel like do you feel like you're gonna have another car that's gonna pave the way? Because going back from the earlier days when you had the uh, the Nismo wheels mm -hmm. on the Q, and being the first to do that to mm -hmm. the to the to the swap the Hellcat swap, what what is next for you? Um, well, we have a shop car that we're putting together now, which is okay. a, another SRT Jeep, but an older body one, square body. Oh, nice. Um, so it's an 08. Um, that one is a big turbo truck. So that is probably gonna be the next you know, thing that we put together. But as far as like myself personally, I want to do something. I want to, I don't know. I want to do maybe a Cressida, 2J Cressida, maybe a 2J Lexus GS 300. I, I miss when cars were built yeah. by hand. I, I miss when we did everything in the driveway, oil, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You, you worked. I, I don't want to just go buy something that's already fast and modded. I don't want to do that. I want yeah. to actually take my time and put together something that fits me. I love old school cars. I love Novas. I love Chevelles. I love old Mustangs. I love notchbacks. Like, I like old cars, you know? Yeah. The new cars are cool. I did it to do it. Right. New cars are cool, but I love old schools. So, I want to build something where, you know, I, I miss going to a dyno day and you open the hood, rest in peace, Mike, uh, M&S Mike, you right, know, yeah. where you pop the hood and you saw a big turbo. 
You know, you, you saw something. Now you pop a hood, it's plastic covers and into <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it, it's different. No shade to you guys. No, but, literally, that's how know. that's how it is. Mean, really shit about to, us. We went yeah. to, no, but it's true though. We went to, I went to a car meet with this guy like when I first uh got the car. Mm. And this guy's like, Yo, let's pop our hoods. And I'm like, For what? Like right. they're stock. He's like, <laughs> just pop your hood, bro. And I'm like, I'm not popping my hood, bro. I was yeah. so I was like, for what? Like, yeah. no. Yeah. And then like I actually didn't pop I don't think I popped my hood. You, he, he like, yo, come on, everyone's doing it. Meanwhile, like, while that's happening, I'm, people are saying, like, yo, why why they have their hoods popped? Like, they're, they're right. done to them. I'm like, bro, I told you, like, yeah. so he finally, like, like yo, I mean, like, understood. It was, yeah, it was it was cool back then. Cause, like, it was not cool to see plastic on. on no, oh, back then, no, yeah, back no, then, yeah. They want to see, oh, it's a BMW, it's a BMW. Yeah. Nah. Nah. No. I don't know. No, no. It's not cool. It's <laughs> not, nothing's cool about that. Yeah, I miss going to car meets and dino days where you open the hood and you've seen, you know. Yeah, man. Massive 86 mil. Like, you've seen something. There's powder something coated, to look like at. everything, powder yeah. Powder beautiful. I mean, now I've, I've seen some Supras with some real now, nice yeah. single turbo setups yeah, where yeah. they look beautiful. Something to look at, you know. Yeah. I want to I want to put together something nice. Something to that where I can pop the hood and be proud of it. You know what I mean? Right. Versus I, I bought it and I put a bunch of bolt-ons on it and now it's fast. It's not about horsepower for me. It's not about going fast. It's not about anything like that. It's about knowing that I, if I break down right now, I can put this car back together myself and maybe some friends. Yeah. That's what it is for me. Yeah. Knowing that I put this car together. You know, it's, at, it's no one's fault if something happens to it. Yeah. That's, that's all, what it's always been for me. Turning the wrench, building it, enjoying it and that's it i have a good time just going to the grocery store you know going to the deli going whatever like that's a good time for me i don't yeah. need to go to a car meet i don't need to go to a car show just knowing that i built it and that first crack of the key after you're done there's nothing that beats that yeah you know so that's that's the era that i'm from so that's what i enjoy you know i can understand if the new era of drag races or car enthusiasts yeah. see things a little differently i can understand that it's because this is what they know. Different you know? generation. It's a different yeah. generation. My generation, we enjoy building things like that and being able to see it. You now, know? this, so. this travel, are we going to see this, um, this car outside? or? Uh, yeah. 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 Whatever I put together, it will. I will run it uh, more than probably rolls more so than anything. Than the Jeep will definitely get a lot of digs with that truck. Um, I don't, we don't plan on doing any like New York stuff like that with it. Yeah. Unless it's a good wholesome race, no drama, no headache, no bull crap. Um, and we'll take it to a couple track days, a couple track events. So we'll take it out of town, get some runs in with it out of town and then we'll have some fun with it. So it'll definitely be an active. Yeah, man, I would want to see that. Yeah. It'd be, it'd be it. a very active truck. You know, whatever I build for myself, I, I don't want to say it's going to be active um in the streets i'll say it'll just be just me enjoying it you know i'll rather put together something dedicated for that versus whatever i build for myself i want to just enjoy it for myself so normally i would ask this question earlier on but i didn't get a chance to if i if i gave you two hundred thousand dollars to build any car what would you build with it you gave me 200 grand to build any car what would i build yeah probably be a chevelle Chevelle, mm-hmm. with a swap. Yeah, what swap? Yeah, probably. Eh, I wouldn't say a swap. I do a big block Chevy. Big block. Yeah. You wouldn't do like uh, any like JDM swaps or anything. Nah. I I don't think I have. You seen that a yeah. Chevelle with like a two J or something? I've or, seen Mustangs or with two Js. I've seen Novas with Nissan RB twenty six or something like that. No, like, not a RB. No, not like nothing of that nature. No, <laughs> no nothing of that. That's nature. like it's Fast and Furious vibes. Yeah. Like nah, I'd build something real clean, just real simple, real That'd smooth. Be fire. 
either that or I'd build. I love C10 pickups. I mm, love okay. S10s as well. So I'd I'd build some nice. You know, got the velour suede bench seat, <laughs> the nice <laughs> supple leather, something nice. You know, yeah, something real just old manish. Get is that there. even enough money for that? Yeah, 200k. Yeah, 200k is enough money if you find a good body, a good shell. Then you could put together something nice. What do those go for? For a good for a shell Chevelle right now running, if it's mint, you'll probably spend like fifty, sixty grand, fifty grand. Okay. You can get an you can get a C10 right now for like twenty. Oh wow. A nice one for like twenty, twenty five. So what are you doing with the rest of the money? I don't know. (laughs) The rest I might put in my pocket. Just chill. Yeah, I'd probably buy another car. Take the truck to Florida or something and just enjoy the highway. Survive. That's about it. Yeah, just vibe out, bro. That's it. That's what that's what all of this is about. That's yeah. what all the car stuff is about. That's what life is about. Just enjoy it. Have fun. You know, do it to the best of your ability. Not not by the best of anyone else's ability. Do it the way you can. Yeah. Live within your means and just have fun. You know, you'd be surprised how much it actually costs to have fun. It's not as it's not as expensive as what people think. Yeah. No, it's not. It's not. You can I have mean, a especially good time especially less. in a super bowl, you gotta spend the freaking <laughs> Less than five thousand dollars to get this thing to make five hundred horsepower is pretty impressive. Yeah, 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 that's a lot of money. But look, I guarantee you, <laughs> I guarantee you, you take this thing to a track day, you're not, you're not even gonna think about more horsepower. Take yeah. it to a track day, you're not gonna think about more horsepower. Now you're gonna be obsessed, and you're not gonna give a crap about drag racing. All you're gonna want to do is become a better driver, a faster driver, hit turns, and you'll have a good time. There's so many ways you can have a good time with your car. True. Yeah. True. There's so many ways. It's not only it's not only it's not always about horsepower. No, if you are a car enthusiast and you like driving and you are a driver, take your car to a track day. Yeah. It's not about horsepower. It's about being a fast driver. Fact. And that's it. Go have fun, man. Enjoy the car. You didn't build it for anyone else. Build it for yourself. Go take it to a track day and have a good time. You can have fun with a little bit of horsepower. You don't need much. Why you think Miatas are such a big hit? <laughs> you don't make a ton of horsepower, but they are yeah, go karts. Yeah, <laughs> they're go karts. You know, but people so. who have them, they enjoy the, They enjoy those cars. They enjoy the heck out Literally. of them. Yeah, because they they're driving them. They want to just go have fun. You know, so yeah. I say just enjoy it, man. Enjoy the car. Enjoy what you built. Enjoy the process. It's not overnight. It's not overnight. It takes time. Yeah. You know, if you get frustrated, it happens. Sometimes you get to the point where you're like, you know, I'm selling everything. I don't want to deal with this anymore. That happens a lot. That happens a, a lot. You know, but. It's something you love. You can't stay away from it, you know. So, I mean, that's that's really all it is, man. Just have fun. Solid. Yeah. This is. Uh, you have any questions? No. I yeah. This, I, is, who, this is. This uh, is. We had. This was. This was not even planned. No questions. Yeah. The first no, one I mean, I've done. Any, well, actually, any, yeah. First one. Anyone you want to call out in the street? Um. No. Nobody want to call out. I just need. I need one person to stick up to their promise. Okay. And I need. I need my guy Pepper. Oh. I need Pepper to do what he says he's gonna do. What? I need him to drag every track hawk there is out there. Oh yes. He says he's gonna do it, and yes. I'm waiting to see it happen. He is I'm gonna still stand up for the track hawk dudes, but yeah. I need him to stick to that. I need him to, to stay that to keep that course. Oh yeah, no, definitely. Because these things are getting fast. Yeah. They're getting fast. You know, those turbo track hawks are quick. So I want to see it happen, man. I just, even though I'm not outside as much, yeah. I want. I still. You know, I still try to stay tuned in. I would like to see a lot of these people that are in it and they're doing it for the right reasons. I'd like to see them keep going with it. You know? Oh, hell yeah. I'd like to see them go to other states and, you know, put it on for New York. I'd like to see that happen, man. Definitely. 
I don't want to see New nobody get hurt. Win. Just have fun. Yeah, New York for the win, for sure. Always. Yeah, man. <laughs> so um, tell, tell the people where to find you before we, uh, before we head out on Instagram or social media. Oh, my Instagram is iron underscore dot giant. Uh, that's my Instagram. Any questions, anything you have to ask, you can ask there. Now, that's the easiest and the best way to reach me, for sure. Dope. Cool. Well, this is a dope podcast. I appreciate your time. Thank you for coming down, bro. I'm glad I met you because, you know, you you definitely have a lot of um, experience and knowledge, um, not only in in racing or street racing, but just in other avenues of um, the car world in general. So definitely um, definitely appreciate your time, man. Thank you for coming down. I appreciate you guys having me. Thank you. Sure. Uh, Until next time, guys, uh, make sure you guys like, share, comment, and subscribe. And if you are listening, uh, make sure you guys listen on all streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so on. Uh, We will catch you on the next one, guys. Peace. Peace.